Hi, I'm Joaquin Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. I pray that Jesus ministers to you through today's message and that you are blessed deeply. If you're encouraged, please like and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of our weekly sermons. Enjoy the message. Happy New Year! Oh, yay. I am excited for 2024. Who else is excited? Yes, me too. Okay, I just wanted to take a couple of minutes and just let you know what we have going on this morning. It is not a typical service and that one person is going to get up and share a message. We actually just have a lot of voices, trusted voices, of people that we love uh, who are going to be speaking prophetic words into our 2024. So who is excited for some prophetic encouragement? Yes, come on. Me too. So we have our friends, Dan McCullum and Regina McCullum and Bethany Hicks, who are going to get up in just a little bit and share with us what they're sensing for 2024. And we also have some fathers of the faith who are video calling in, who have created videos for us. I just want to encourage you, take notes. Yeah, everyone got a phone, everyone got a pen, a paper, whatever you take notes on. I want to encourage you because the prophetic is such an incredible and powerful tool. And we are heading into a new year and what the prophetic does is it creates vision, it creates focus, it creates encouragement, amen? Who knows next year is an election year? Who thinks they're going to need maybe a little bit of encouragement during that time? (laughs) I tell you, the prophetic has taken me through some of the hardest seasons of my life. And at the beginning of every year, I like to do a few things. I like to ask some of my friends who are prophetic what they're sensing for the new year. I like to read some of the prophetic words from some well-known prophets. And I like to spend time with the Lord and just ask Him, what is He speaking to me for the coming year? Sometimes He gives me a word, sometimes He gives me a scripture. And I'll tell you, the beginning of this year, it was a pretty tough one. It was a pretty tough year for me. But I tell you, I clung on to the prophetic words that had been given to this house and had been given to me from the Lord and it got me through. And I wanna encourage you to write down these prophetic words because they are not just for us as a corporate house, but they're for us personally. And they're just a great way for you to get vision for your coming year. And I wanna encourage you to be open-minded. I believe that the Holy Spirit is gonna speak to a lot of you this morning. And I think that there's a lot of prayers that have gone out that are seeking direction, that are seeking encouragement, And I'm not sure what you've been asking for from the Lord, but I believe that He is gonna answer you this morning. I believe that these words that are given are gonna provide a source of encouragement to you. They're gonna edify you, amen? Amen. And so we are gonna start with a couple of videos, but we highly value the prophetic in this house. And I just wanna encourage you again to just take notes and to not just take notes today and then forget about them, but to actually revisit these words as the year goes on. And, it tell, and I tell you, as you do, you can begin to put your life on course. They're almost like these bumper rails. You know when you go bowling and you can't bowl? How you use those bumper rails? Is that just me? <laughs> I am not a good bowler. Um, 
But the prophetic is like that. They're like those little bumper railings at the bowling lane, you know? And they keep you going in the direction that the Lord wants you to be going in. Sometimes we can just be so unintentional with the prophetic that we end up in July and we're like, how did we get here? What did I even do with the first six months of the year? But we're called to be intentional, amen? We are called to be productive in the kingdom. We are called to build and whatever season God has you in, the prophetic will be a place that you can keep coming back to as a source of encouragement and direction. So I wanna encourage you with that this morning that as you hear these words, don't just let them be words, but actually let them sink in to your spirit, amen, and be life and living water to you, amen? Okay, we are gonna start with a couple of videos by two of our um, very, very good friends, Steve Backlin from Redding, California and Dr. Brian Simmons um, are gonna be, and Candace Simmons actually as well. So if you wanna roll those two videos, that would be awesome. I'm Alpha Austin, Steve Backlin here, 2024. It's gonna be a powerful year. I believe it's gonna be our best year yet. Hey, as I pray for you, I hear Colossians 3.17, where it says, whatever we do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks. And I'm hearing that this is a year where we dedicate our passions and every aspect of our life to the glory of God. Say, God, I, I... I dedicate this house to you. I dedicate my car to you. I dedicate my job to you. I dedicate uh, my hobbies to you. I think about David. You know, he dedicated his uh, so-called secular hobby of slingshot to the Lord. <laughs> and it became, uh, it became the key to save a nation. Something powerful happens. When we say, hey, this marriage, uh, Lord, we dedicate it to you for your glory. All of our money, all our time, it, it, it's, it's wonderful. I'm hearing this, that as you dedicate passions and hobbies and things to the Lord, there's going to be partnerships with other people within Bethel, Austin and beyond that you're going to partner together. One can put a thousand to flight too. And I see a coming together of passions and hobbies and groups being formed where those groups are going to infiltrate different aspects of society and make a huge difference. All right. Hey, bless you guys. We love you. We pray protection, increase, uh, souls saved, miracles, healthy families, uh, and powerful hope and joy in 2024. Amen. Happy New Year, Bethel Austin, Brian and Candace Simmons. We love you. We love all that you stand for. Of course, Joaquin and Renee, every time I mention your names, I get anointed of the Holy Spirit. You guys are just so full of Jesus. We love you. Hey, I had a dream about you last night, and I saw difficult times coming in 2024. Yeah, I know. But listen, you guys at Bethel Austin, you were soaring above. You were living way above that difficulty. So if difficult winds blow this this coming year. Don't worry, my friend. Don't yield to fear. You are made to soar in 2024. And as I prayed 
for you, I saw a big, huge red, not red, a big blue door. And I believe the Lord is saying that everything you do is going to be cloaked in the prophetic and it's going to draw more churches to you. I even see like a network in Texas, uh, different from Bethel, but your own uh, peculiar network with a prophetic and I see a wreath on it, and it was a welcoming wreath. It's going to be a year of welcoming many more people in. Amen. And uh, I see you expanding and growing, and it's going to be a really good year for you. We love you, Bethel Austin, and we just say Happy New Year. Thank you for bringing heaven to earth. You're changing, you're changing Austin, and you're changing the world. We love you. Yay. Oh, that's awesome. So great. Well, why don't you help me welcome Dano? He's going to come up and share with us. Thank you, guys. Um, I heard over this year the scripture that's very dear to my heart already, but Second Chronicles 16.9, it says, the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking for those whose hearts are fully towards him, that he might show himself strong on their behalf. I believe the Father is looking for divine partnership in 2024. And I know he's always looking for that, but there's a grace upon divine partnership uh, in 2024, both in uh, heaven, heaven and in the earth. And there were three areas, you know, we could prophesy over the times, we could prophesy over the nation, over the world, those kind of things. But I want to speak to Bethel Church for just a moment. What do I see uniquely for Bethel Church? Well, one of the phrases that kept coming in my spirit for over a month now concerning you is unprecedented harvest. Unprecedented harvest. And, um, and, and that is evangelism. That is a harvest of souls. Um, I was saved during the Jesus movement uh, in the late 70s or the mid-70s, the kind of tail end of the Jesus movement. And I want you to know that during that time, uh, evangelism was in the atmosphere, it wasn't even something you had to do. It was just something that was part of the culture. It was part of, uh, part of the life. And uh, in 1994, when the Toronto revival was kind of sweeping the earth, uh, I was in a church that was part of that. And you didn't have to contend for the glory or the presence. It was in the atmosphere. It's like it was raining and all he had to do was stand there and get wet. That's the kind of grace that I saw upon evangelism in 2024, specifically for Bethel. It might be bigger than that, but is uh, specifically for the house. So this is the time to uh, throw your net on the other side. This is the time to not grow weary, even in those places where you have fished all night and not caught anything, because the Lord's grace is upon a season of unprecedented harvest. Secondly, I saw the Lord partnering with people in uh, the gift of working of miracles. And I know that this house already has a reputation for healing uh, and you know, we're doing our best to live up to that reputation, right? But I saw the Lord adding to it a gift of working of miracles. And what that means uh, is that the Lord is going to 
I, what I see happening is creative miracles coming upon people, a grace for creative miracles to happen. So healing is one uh, expression that can happen out of creative miracles. Uh, and uh, these are the kind of miracles where you see arms grow back, limbs grow back, uh, fingers grow back, uh, uh, all of a sudden organs being restored within the body, those kind of things. Um, and, and I believe there were going to be some specialists that were raised up within this house that actually were a prototype for the restoration of the gift of creative miracles. And the, another aspect of creative miracles is actually defying natural laws to release divine purpose. And uh, multiplication miracles are a form of creative miracles. And I saw a grace landing. Uh, grace landing isn't even the right words. I actually saw angels walking through um, the, the congregation. And, and I believe... I believe throughout the next month, throughout the next 30 days, angels are going to be walking frequently through this congregation, looking for those whose hearts are fully towards him. He's actually looking for people to grace these gifts upon, to be prototype. You know, Austin has been called a prototype city. And uh, one of the ways that prototypes happen is uh, through people that are just willing and I want to say when it comes to prophecy, do not let yourself be a victim of, you know, what people are saying, but partner with heaven to not just predict history, but to create it. And the Lord is looking for those kind of partners that are not trying to read the signs of the times and then adapt to it. The, uh, the Lord is looking for those who will partner with what is in the heart of the Father to see it released within the earth. And so I saw actually angels partnering with heaven to release gifts upon people that would be prototype gifts uh, for the restoration of that gift within a larger body, uh, within a larger community. And so there were gifts of creative miracles in healing, and there were gifts of creative miracles in multiplication, and again, in the suspension of natural law um, to release divine purpose. Uh, and then the final area that I saw was a gift of wisdom uh, being released within this house. And I've been contending for words of wisdom uh, in this generation. I believe that the currency of our generation is, is truth that the currency is truth, not just information, but truth. People are hungry for truth. And they're hungry for truth expressed in the package of solutions. And I saw the Lord dropping words of wisdom. There were literally uh, blueprints being released. There were literally diagrams being released and formulas being released. And, and, and these angels, it's like they were walking around uh, in my day, uh, newspaper carriers used to have these these bags and they'd walk around and they'd throw the newspapers on people's doorsteps and I saw angels with these bags and they were full of blueprints they were full of inventions they were full of prototypes 
And again, they were just looking for that Second Chronicles 16, 9, whose heart, whose heart is for redemption, whose heart is for reconciliation, whose heart is for hope, whose heart is for the greatness of God. And they were just generously throwing these. And, and the amazing thing about the word of wisdom to me is this, that, uh, that, You don't even have to have prior education or experience in one of these areas. The Lord just deposits divine uh, wisdom upon you and you become a catalyst for prototype and reform. I'm gonna stop there, but but I feel like some of you, that, that already landed on you. Like, not only as true, but true for you, personally. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray over you real quick. I just want you to stand up. If that landed on you with a weight, with a weight of heaven, if there was even a sense of a, a partnership with the angelic or uh, with the heavenly reality, I will just say, keep your eyes. I've, I've heard Chris saying this, and it might even be in his word, but I've heard Chris saying this. I've heard Bethany preach this some. Keep your eyes on heaven's headlines. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Fix your eyes upon the author and the finisher and not what happens in the middle. Hallelujah. But Father, I thank you that you are looking for partnership like never before in 2024. That for decades you have established this city as a prototype city. And Bethel has been planted strategically to be part of that prototype. And Father, it is your desire to restore the kingdom and to restore its foundations and we call forth the gifts that release the restoration of the kingdom of God in Jesus name and we thank you God for unprecedented harvest Lord God we we thank you for unprecedented evangelism where it is in the very atmosphere may something catalytic come from this place that releases a spirit of harvest even the way that California Berkeley and and Southern California were were used as uh, seats of revival for the harvest uh, in, in the former rains, Lord. Let it come now in the latter rain. And Father, we thank you for the gift of, of working of miracles. Father, we thank you that we will see not only healings, but things that cannot be explained. Things that cannot even be argued. Things that, uh, that cause people to have to have faith in the Lord. And we thank you for multiplication miracles. And Father, finally, we thank you for the word of wisdom that you are releasing. That Father, even those of us, we don't have knowledge in a lot of areas. We don't have the experience in a lot of areas. But Father, your grace comes upon us and makes us look like a genius in that moment. Lord, not for ourselves, but Lord, for the glory of your name and your kingdom. We receive it as a people and a house in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Man, when you said, uh, keep your eyes on the author and the finisher and not in the middle, that was a word right there for some of y'all, for many of us. All right. Well, I get to uh, share a little bit. Um, before I go into kind of what I, what is a corporate sense, I actually had a word for, and I don't know if Chris is in the room, the worship leader. 
Hi, Chris. I haven't met you. I don't think yet. I'm sorry if I have. Um, you know how that is when you go to church. You're like, hey, are you new here? They're like, I've been here for five years. <sighs> sorry. But anyway, um, just a brief, I, I actually got okay from Joaquin to do this, but um, Chris, I just felt like I heard the Lord say that it's time to come out of hiding and that like David, you have fought the lion and you have fought the bear and and um, and in taking down Goliath, it was like David went from obscurity to the forefront and I really feel like the Lord is saying because of your heart of a father, because of what you have stewarded in the secret place on the side of the mountain, I even just saw like David was on the side of the mountain and, and he was per, he was not he was perfecting his craft and his skill, but he also had the heart to match the skill. And I feel like that's what this last season has been for you. And I feel like the Lord is saying it's time to come out of hiding, and that that you will be known. That just as David was like Saul is taking down his thousands, but David is ten thousands. I believe that there is just an anointing on you to step out into that forefront of leadership right now in this season, and I, whatever area that the Lord is calling you. And I feel like the Lord is saying also in worship, you have really good instincts. So really trust those instincts in worship. I bless you. Does that resonate? Okay, cool. Okay. So I love the start of the new year. Um, you know, I always, how many of you guys do like this 2020, like the new year, you always sit down and kind of write out what you kind of sense for the Lord personally. How many of you guys do that in this place? This is something I've been doing for many, many years. And you know, of course, this is the time when everybody suddenly becomes an internet prophet and is giving their 2024 predictions and prophecies and what's going to happen. And some people say this and some people say that. And of course, their different theology will pack, you know, pack into the prophetic word. But can I just just encourage you guys and I love that like I think we need to do that there is this idea of a fresh start that we all get to step into right his mercies are new every morning behold I'm doing new things but I just want to encourage you right now that prophecy is not just about seeing the future it's about seeing God's future there's a lot of people prophesying first heaven future there's a lot of people prophesying even second heaven future, what the enemy's gonna do, what the enemy wants to do. I wanna encourage you today that there is a superior future that is want, looking for a landing place that starts in the third heaven and in the heart of the Father and you need to be careful what you come into agreement with. So as we are prophesying God's future, um, like we're not like like Renee said earlier, this is an election year. Yeah, it's, if it's going to be anything like 2020, we know that there's going to be some turbulent waters. And I think Brian was even talking about that. But you don't have to be a prophet to see that, right? The prophet, the prophecy is what is God saying? What is God saying? And so um, I just I just wanted to share a little bit because this is kind of fun. In the uh, in September, in the five year anniversary for Bethel, um, I actually had a word that hit my spirit. I actually saw a shift in the spirit over Bethel Austin, and I I almost messaged you guys so many times. Joaquin and Renee, I almost recorded it. I was going to send it to you guys, and it just got real busy, and so I didn't get a chance to really say anything. Um, I'm sorry to say I kind of forgot. About 
about it until they asked us to share. So the Lord actually does want this, I believe, word release. And even as Dano said, how, you know, we could prophesy over different things or people or whatever, but this word that I'm gonna share, I believe is for Bethel Austin as the church and as the movement. And so um, let me just share before I release this word and kind of some of the specifics. There is a difference between times and seasons. This is really important to understand prophetically what's happening. You know, when you know your season, you actually understand the grace that is available for that time of opportunity. Okay, so let me give you an example in the natural. Um, So, you know, the Bible talks a lot about seasons and times. So if it is fall or autumn season, then if that's the overall season, then there is a grace or a time of opportunity to harvest and to reap. That is the assignment within that season, right? So if it's a season of spring, when the ground starts to thaw, then you know that there is a time or an opportunity that you only have in that time to sow and to plant. So it's really important to understand what the overarching season is so you know what's appropriate of the assignments and the times and the purpose within that season. Does that make sense? So like if it's winter, you're gonna have a hard time trying to plant because the ground is so hard. What's happening? Right idea, but the wrong season, right? And so that's even a word I think for some of you guys here. So in in August or in September, during the five-year anniversary, I actually felt a shift in my spirit that Bethel Austin has transitioned from its former season into not just a new year, but a new season, which I believe includes many years. And it's actually a season of accelerated grace. And just like the picture I had was like, if you drive a manual uh, shift, you know, manual stick in a car, you know how if you go from first gear to second gear, what's happening? You're actually to go faster with less effort. You can go further easier. I believe that this shift of accelerated grace for Bethel Austin, you guys are about to go further and faster with easier and less effort. And I believe there's a grace release for that. There's a favor release for that. And, I've, and I actually felt like there was five areas. So we're, if we're in the season of accelerated grace, okay, remember grace is the, is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. It's the grace to do something that you couldn't do one second before. When David was anointed king, how many of you guys know he did not have grace to be king until the grace, the anointing came on him, Right? So for him to be king one second, he did not have the grace one nanosecond beforehand until the grace came on him. What I'm saying is that there's an accelerated grace for you right now that if you are wise and strategic, you will step into your time of opportunity, grab hold of that grace to build and accelerate in certain areas because there's gonna be an ease to it that you didn't have in the last season. Okay, so the five areas that I kind of sense and and I believe that 2024 is gonna kick off some of this. Um, The first area was family. 
I believe there's gonna be a faith for families. I believe that there's gonna be unusual pregnancies. I know that's a strange word, but I heard the Lord say that there's gonna be unusual pregnancies. I believe that there's gonna be an acceleration of families um, and not just like, and even building families. I feel like there's gonna be people in this place that actually had, there's gonna be ministries that are gonna come forth to family. So remember, this is not just about what Bethel Austin um, what you see on the stage, you guys, it's what's being birthed in the house. And so I heard that Psalm 127, one, uh, that unless the Lord builds the house, the builders build in vain. And so that sense of like, as you build, I think the Lord is building family in, in, in an accelerated, unusual way. I think you guys are gonna be hearing about people getting pregnant that you're like, wait, we thought we were done. I know some of you are like, I don't come into agreement with that word because you are done, that's okay. But if that's you or there's those that do want it, that have wanted to, I believe, there's going to be an accelerated grace for that. Um, second area is finances. You know, I really believe that the shift actually happened at the beginning of the Jewish New Year, which was in September. And this is why you guys have already started to taste the fruit of this accelerated grace in finances because you've had this major breakthrough. And I really feel like the Lord is saying he doesn't want that to be a one-off. Like those miraculous provisions was not just to get you out of the red and into the black. Like I believe the miraculous provision is there, but it's not just miraculous pro provision. Um, it's also gonna be strategic. It's gonna be about strategies and wisdom for building finances, for planning. I feel like there might be some systems. Maybe some within here might even have some, like I kept hearing like a bank or maybe a co-op share. There's something about like some finances. There's some ideas that are floating around in this room and, so, um, and online. So I just wanna release that to you guys for that. I feel like there's generosity that you guys are gonna experience that's both gonna be the inflow and the outflow of this house. Like you're gonna be marked by generosity in both in both, uh, both directions. The third area of grace I feel like is outreach, which Dano actually touched on. We didn't really talk about this. So I do feel like there's gonna be strategic outreach centers and events. And um, possibly, I'm just taking a, a risk here, possibly something related with some kind of a pregnancy crisis center. Um, and so I don't know if someone has had that in their heart already to start something or they're already working with someone um, or maybe there's just, and it's connected to outreach or something like that. So um, I just wanted to release that. Worship, I feel like that's the fourth area that there's gonna be an accelerated grace. And, and what I heard for that was that that setting things in order, setting the house in order, that just as David set in order the Asaphs and Yedithin and Haman, he's put things, right things in right order so that there would be that flow. I think there's going to be an accelerated grace where musicians and leaders and those that have the heart of David, the heart of the house, the heart of the father, they're going to come. And but it's more than just them coming. There's going to be a wisdom in setting in structure in order for the flow, for the call that's on this house for worship. And then that final area that I believe you're going to see accelerated grace is encounter. I believe Bethel Austin is going to be known as the place to go to if you need to encounter God. That just as Jacob had that memorial stone with the stone and he's like, if I need to encounter God, I know where to go to. I believe Bethel Austin is gonna gain a reputation as a place of encounter where people who don't even necessarily believe in the Holy Spirit because they're so hungry and they're so drawn to be touched by God, they're gonna come to this place because it's gonna be a watering hole. They're gonna say, hey, if you wanna hear God, if you wanna experience, go to that place. 
And so I believe it's because just as Jacob contended with God and wrestled with him and won because he knew who God was, I believe you guys have contended for the last several years. You have learned to stir the waters. You have pursued it because you know who God is and you've contended for the ever-present one. And because of that, there is going to be an accelerated grace to enter encounter much easier, much quicker than before. And so I just release that for you guys. And then just this last thing, and then I want to do a quick call to, um, with, along with this accelerated grace to build. And so I, I heard that some people in here are like, I did that before. I tried to start that thing. I tried to plant that thing, or I tried to do that family or tried to start that thing before. And it didn't work. It was too hard. It failed. And I feel like the Lord is saying it was the right idea, but the wrong season. But now it's the right season. So, wow, I just, <laughs> I think I preached myself to like a dry mouth. So <clears throat> if, if any of those areas resonate with you guys, like if, if, if you feel like an accelerated grace or if you want to pull into that agreement, you guys, the thing with prophecy, it will not be activated unless you add your amen to it. You have to say, let it be so. Let it be in me according to your word. And so you might be resonating with the different words that I'm sharing, that Dano's sharing, that other people are sharing. Um, and when they do, I want you just in your heart just to say, amen. I come into agreement. And then you ask the Lord, Lord, what can I do? What is it you want me to do to partner with this word right now? Lord, we do, we do not want all these words to look really good and look back on this in 2025 and be like, nothing happened because no one took ownership. Nothing happened because no one partnered with it. Nothing happened because we didn't come into agreement with it. And so I want to encourage you, you guys, that we are a body and there is an accelerated uh, grace, I believe, for the next several years, a season for Bethel to be be able to go faster and further eat with less effort um, in this season. So if, if any of these areas, family, finances, encounter, worship, and outreach, if one of those areas are like you want to grab hold of the grace that's available, can you just add your amen and stand up real quick? Amen. Yeah. Well, Father, I thank you, Lord, for the new season. Lord, we believe, we come into agreement, Father, that Bethel Austin is in a season of accelerated grace, Lord God, where what we couldn't do in the last season, Lord, we're going to be able to do it in this season, that it's not gonna be as hard. And Lord, I just break off the weariness right now of the last season, Lord God, the last five years, Lord God, and just even the season of the building and the planting, it was necessary, but Lord, that those who, who um, do not weary in well-doing, I think Dano or someone else shared that. And I feel like that the Lord is so pleased with Bethel Austin because you have not been weary. You have kept the main thing, the main thing. And so Lord, I just break off again. Lord, any lasting trauma, Lord God, any lasting um, weariness from the last season, the dust, that just shake that off like the dust that it is. And Father, that we would see the author and the finisher, Lord God, and that we would see what it is that you are saying, heaven's headlines. And so, Father, we step.
step into and we, we say amen to the accelerated grace, the season of grace. And Lord, what it is you're gonna do in 2024 in these areas. So, and just even those areas, whichever one you agree with, let's just say this, this real simply, we'll do a prophetic act. We're gonna say amen when I count to three, but I want you to make sure that you see that area of grace, that favor that you're pulling on heaven on so that heaven can activate that in your life in Jesus' name. So in Jesus' name, we come into agreement with one, two, three, amen. Amen. Thanks, you guys. All right, so now we have two more videos. We're gonna have one from Chris Valentin and Bill Johnson, so we can roll those. Hi, Bethel Austin, and Happy New Year. I think you're gonna be listening to this on New Year's. And uh, hey, first of all, I just wanna say I'm super excited about what's happening in Bethel Austin. Very proud of the entire team. What a wonderful year, and a great way to finish the year with, uh, with, great, with great abundance. I, I have a few things for you that I'd, I'd love just to share. One, I feel like 2024 is the year of new beginnings. It's a year of, it's a year of second chances. It's a year of uh, failed businesses uh, restarting, re, uh, failed marriages returning. Uh, you know, uh, I, I just feel like that this is like the comeback kid year. And, uh, and so, you know, I don't know where there's been failure in your life. Obviously, we've all had failures in our life in different areas. But I feel like this is the year when the Lord would revisit those failures and there'd be restoration, whether it's a, a large failure, like, like we talked about business or marriage, or whether it's uh, a smaller uh, things that, just have, that you've just never had breakthrough in. I feel like this is the year of second chances. In fact, that's the word the Lord gave me, the year of second chances. So I'm excited about that. And, uh, and uh, we're, well, I'm filming this in uh, late December, but... And so I, I want to say, you know, the Lord gave me this uh, phrase, you know, uh, Christmas babies. So, you know, you might take some pregnancy tests early January because I feel like those of you that are married and are looking to have children, I feel like there's going to be like supernatural fertility. Hey, there, there's the right word, supernatural fertility. Uh, remember, I said people who are married. And then um, the, the last thing that I have that I, I feel uh, really strongly about is that uh, I'll, I'll use a football analogy because uh, I, I love sports and I, often the Lord speaks to me through a, a sports analogy. But um, often when a team is behind at halftime, they will not just take a rest, but they'll develop a strategy to, you know, to win the game. And I, I feel like this January is a very strategic time. I feel like it's halftime. I feel like it's a, it's a, you know, Jesus 40 days in the wilderness. Now, Jesus was 30 years old and had, as far as we know, no public ministry, and then goes in the wilderness for 40 days and comes out in a completely different season. Like, he goes in to the wilderness in the, uh, it, it led by the Spirit. He leaves the wilderness. I think it's Luke who says, Luke chapter 4 that says, and he left the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. And, and what we know about the life of Christ happened just, for, just in three and a half years. And so for 30 years, he, he operated seemingly privately. And then, you know, he takes a kind of a 40-day break and comes out of the wilderness, uh, you know, in, in a completely different epoch season in his life.
and um, and he and he's radically leads a radically different life after uh, 30 years of um, you know being uh, you know being alive on the planet and you know uh, 15 years of being an adult and I, I I feel like it's almost like that I feel like January is is in fact we've called for a seven day fast in January and I actually feel like that 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 fast and that and that and this month is actually like a timeout like a halftime not a timeout but like a halftime where you know maybe we're down two scores and maybe this is all related to the year of uh, you know second chances where we evaluate our lives personally and corporately and we go okay how can we win this game and we change our strategy you know obviously all rooted in the Holy Spirit we change our our game plan and you know we sort of come out of the wilderness and go here's our game plan this is this is how we're going to show up now and and if I could use the Lord uh, the analogy of Jesus maybe we've been doing life for 30 years like this and we come out of our our halftime of January halftime and we're like you know we're going to do life like this and um, and so I, I feel strongly that there's going to be a very strong emphasis on a, on a restructuring and a, and a new strategy for uh, for the you know the coming years, especially this year, 2024. And I feel like uh, Bethel Austin is going to go through a major um, not, when I, I, not not upheaval at all, but uh, a major strategy um, shift that is going to cause so many more people to be. Um, come into the kingdom, be saved, transformed, and uh, and I think towards the end of uh, the year, 2024 year, a significant growth is because I think that capacity is going to grow. I think your capa- I think the Lord is growing your capacity, and so I just I, I just uh, pray that Lord that this would be your word would come true in us and that we'd be able to give. Uh, ourselves to this word like paul said to timothy take the prophecies that were previously spoken over you and you know and use them to fight the good fight and also he, he said uh, remember that the words that were spoken to you when the presbytery laid hands on you and give yourself totally those words so that progress your progress be uh seen by everyone and so i pray that this these words that we're, we're talking about today will actually give birth to something powerful and new not just uh in bethel austin as a corporate uh body but also individually it would be the year of second chances it'd be the year of a new strategy it'd be this and january would be the season of halftime where we can rest relax and also reflect so god bless you have a wonderful year and i hope to see you soon in uh 2024 Hello, Bethel Austin. Happy, happy, happy New Year. God's done some amazing things for you guys. I am so uh, impressed and so um, moved to watch God work among you. I'm glad for the impact you have had on Austin and the surrounding region. I'm really excited for what's coming. The Lord has really set you up with favor. And the thing that comes to mind uh, that I would share with you is, is that you already know is that we keep our attention on what God is doing without being offended over what hasn't happened yet. That's a huge thing for us, especially in this particular era. 
And God has marked you with favor. He's marked you with increase. And it's only going to increase. It's only get, going to get more and more and more. So I just wanted to uh, honor you and bless you. And so thankful for your leadership team, for Joaquin and Renee and the whole group. I just, I'm really, really impressed. I'm, I'm glad that we get to be friends. I'm glad that we get to be family. Happy New Year. Let's believe for the best. Let's look for the best. Let's anticipate the best. I love you, Mike. We're going to close out the service, this prophetic New Year's Eve service with some declarations over 2024. And as I'm reading these declarations, I encourage you to partner with these words. Let out an amen, let out an hallelujah. Psalm 2-7 says, I will declare the decree. And that means to state out loud a fact, to issue an authoritative command. So let's roll with some declarations over 2024. I have four for you. Declaration number one, we are strong and courageous, fearless sons and daughters advancing with the Lord on illuminated pathways of life that are full of his presence, his joy and his pleasures forevermore. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will taste and see his goodness as we trust in him. And we will rest in the blessing that his goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our lives. Declaration number two, we are wrapped in God's perfect peace, governed by the Prince of Peace and feast on the fruit of peace. Our days will be filled with knowing the Lord God Almighty reigns, knowing his kingdom is everlasting and knowing he is faithful to keep his promises. Our days will be filled with hope and not anxious things. Our days will be filled with prayer and thanksgiving. Our days will be filled with the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Our days will be filled with the precious peace that guards our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Declaration number three, we are an anointed region where the spirit of the Lord dwells, a region bursting with good news, people walking in freedom, blind eyes open, and mourners turned into dancers. We are a region that is arising, shining, and testifying about radical encounters with the glory of the Lord. Austin, you are a city on a hill, a beacon of love that beckons the prodigals to come home and find rest in the Father's arms. Austin, you are a city of Holy Spirit-filled influencers, marketplace men and women who hold keys of wealth and solutions to build the kingdom in dynamic, generational, sustaining ways. Austin, you are a city of united churches who strike the match of revival together to see a region consumed with heaven. Austin, you are an apostolic capital city lined with oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord to display his splendor so he may be glorified. Declaration number four, 
Bethel Austin, we are a presence-pursuing church excited about our future. We anticipate 2024 will be a year marked with a significant increase of miracles, signs, and wonders. We anticipate a storybook of testimonies pointing to the steadfast love of a father who enjoys lavishing his children with heaven on earth goodness. We anticipate a year of glory encounters, supernatural provision, dunamis overflow, divine favor, scripture enrichment, angelic interactions, deeper equipping, holy hugs, and heart transformations. Bethel Austin, our best days are ahead. We step into 2024 with the Lord's face shining and smiling upon us. We step into 2024 clothed in praise, guided by the one who leads us in the everlasting way. Wow. There's some rocket fuel on that. All right, I'm just gonna pray over you. Pray over you, ask the Lord to bless you. He already is. Why don't you stand uh, to your feet with me? I'm gonna pray and ask the Lord to, to bless this new year, 2024. And uh, you know, as, uh, as I was praying, as, as all the others that have spoken, you know, I, I saw, um, well, I'd say that when we bought our, our house uh, two years ago, we had a little bit of foundation work done. And so they go and they put these support pillars under the foundation to keep it stable and steady. And I, and I see the Lord doing that for us in 2024. <clears throat> and regardless of what happens out there, there's a stabilizing force that the Lord is undergirding your household and this house with in Jesus' name. And, uh, you know, the blessing of Obed-Edom, the ark, the ark of the Lord came into his house. And it says of Obed-Edom that his whole household, all his flocks and his herd, herds and his whole household were blessed. There was a glory that covered and multiplied everything within. That in that place, when the glory of the Lord, the ark is dwelling with you, there could be chaos going on outside and you don't experience it inside. There's just a blessing and an increase. So I'm gonna pray the Lord's, uh, the ironic blessing, the priestly blessing over you, but I want you to know what's in that blessing as I pray. The Obed-Edom, that glory surrounding and that undergirding. And you know the prayer, but as I pray, it speaks of, it uses the word face and countenance. It's the same word in Hebrew, it's panim, and it means, it translated face, but it really, it means the proximity or the presence of the Lord. And it ends with giving you peace, and peace is shalom. It's wholeness, completeness, fullness, it's that being hemmed in with his grace. So 
if you're next to family, if you're just put your arm around your wife or your, if you've got your kids with you, just get your hand on them. And if they're not with you, if they're in kids' church and, or you, know, you have family that's not here, just hold them in your heart right now because the blessing of the Lord is going to come over whole households right now. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I bless you with his presence in 2024 in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit BethelATX.com.